What is up, Uncommon people? Welcome to another episode of Be Uncommon. Caleb here with another solo cast of uh, Dance With Fear, my email journal. Um, again, www.dancewithfear.co. It's every single day. It's my raw thoughts, emotions, feelings, and just insights from this fucking crazy journey that we call life. This human experience on this rock floating through an eternity of fucking space and we're just all out here trying our best. And for me, I created this because I needed an outlet. I needed an outlet to get my thoughts and my feelings and emotions out of my brain and onto something. It was a way for me to purge out my thoughts and my feelings and in hopes that it fucking helps anybody. It helps somebody going through a tough time or it helps you realize that you are worthy. Maybe it inspires you, it motivates you, it challenges you, it holds you accountable, whatever the case is. I did it for me and I did it for you in hopes that you can relate and I do it to also understand that we're all fucking human and that we're all out here trying our best. Every single day, we're just out here trying our best. There's no right, there's no wrong, there's no, it's all perspective, it's all subjective, everything. And really, nothing fucking matters, everything's a fucking suggestion, and this is your human experience. However you wanna live your life is up to you. So live your life, don't live your life for anybody else. That's the whole point of this Dance With Fear email journal. It's the whole point of the Be Uncommon podcast is for you to dive into your unique, authentic, uncommon self. No one else on this planet is built like you genetically with your DNA, with your looks, with your energy, with your charisma, everything that makes you you. There is no one like you on this planet. So be you, be the only, be uncommon. Boom, fucking mic drop. Let's head into it. The uh, fifth email in this series is I'm feeling lucky, okay? Luck is such a fucking bizarre concept. There are people out there that are just lucky. They just, they just get lucky. They walk and fucking money falls in their hands or opportunities pop up. They are just lucky people. There's lucky people out there. I don't know how else to go about it, right? We all know those people that are just lucky, that just shit starts to happen for them good all the time, just compounding and compounding and compounding. And we're like, God, this motherfucker is so lucky. Like, why are they so lucky, right? Um, well, I'm here to talk about the different types of luck, okay? And uh, I truly do believe in luck. I'm a firm believer that good things happen to good people. And the energy that you put out in the world is the energy that you're gonna get back, um, positive or negative, right? I believe that luck is sometimes disguised as karma. And karma is the sum of a per... Quite <clears throat> low. Karma is the sum of a person's actions in this and previous states of existence viewed as deciding their fate in future existences. So again, karma is the sum of a person's actions in this and previous states of existence viewed as deciding their fate in future existences. So your soul being, the fucking deep down to the core that makes you you, your soul in this life, past lives, whatever your soul has done, the intentions that it's, that it's had, the things that it's accomplished, the good, the bad, the in-between is deciding your future fate every single day. And we have moments every single day to decide our fate, to be a good person, to do good in this world, to make the decision to benefit another person, to do the right thing. We're always in control of our future. We're always in control of our destiny. We're always in control to change now. We have the moment right now to change and to make that future better, make our fate better because we can make the decision now for our future, right? So we can always put ourselves in a better opportunity. We can make ourselves lucky. So I think luck is disguised as karma. So sometimes we think we're lucky or another person's lucky, like, no, nah, that's just good things compounding over time in the universe or God or whatever you believe in rewarding you for being a good fucking person, 
for doing the right things, compounding every single day of you doing the right things over and over and over again. And then now you get to enjoy the fruits of your labor, which can be disguised as luck. But in reality, it's karma for you just being a good person, for you just following your heart, following your intuition and having the intent to leave something better than you found it. Leave that person better than you found it. Leave that place better than you found it. Whatever you can do and just trying your fucking best. That's all we can do, right? So if you do the right thing that you know in your heart and the right thing, like I said, is subjective to everybody. It's what you think is right in your heart. If you think you're doing right, karma will find you, man. So um, thank you, Ian Stanley. Again, Ian Stanley puts on an amazing event. Well, several events, but the event that I went to was almost passive income. My best friend, Luke, and obviously the other co-host of Be Uncommon, um, he paid for me to come out to Boise. He's like, hey, bro, I really want you to come to this event. It's going to change your life. And we've talked about it on previous episodes. Um, but if you're not following Ian Stanley, you definitely should. And Almost Passive Income, it's, it's amazing. Um, but anyway, at the Almost Passive Income event, I learned a shit ton of stuff. Um, but a topic of conversation was luck. And I thought it was very, very funny. And luck on the concept of this week is hilarious because I've been feeling myself getting lucky after I flipped the switch I had a really rough last two weeks. I'm just kind of going through a transition phase in my life. Um, I picked up, moved out to Texas, and what I thought was going to go through is it going through. It's just kind of not how I planned it. Um, and there you go, trying to fucking plan things. And the universe laughs, and God laughs at you at your plans because uh, fuck your plans. The universe has a better plan for you, right? So um, just not going going as expected. And so I'm in this transition phase, and um, I just started to surrender. I tried to stop forcing solutions, and I just wanted to surrender to see what natural solutions would occur. Um, and I'm feeling myself start to get lucky, and hopefully um, that momentum keeps going. But types of luck. There's chance luck. So here are the different types of luck. Chance luck. Chance luck is like the actual chances of something happening, like me walking outside and getting struck by fucking lightning. What are the chances of that happening? Or betting, going to Vegas, gambling, right? What is the likelihood of landing on black? What is the likelihood of landing on red? Or choosing that number to be correct, lottery ticket, right? What are the chances, like the actual percentage of it actually fucking happening? Exposure luck is one of my favorite types of luck. Exposure luck is literally putting yourself in positions to get lucky. You're doing the necessary things to line up your own luck. This is the part of surrendering as well. Surrendering to the experience, surrendering to what the universe has for you and just showing up, literally showing up, exposing yourself to everything that you possibly can. You've prepared, you've put the work in and now it's time for the universe to decide, right? Exposing yourself to anything that you possibly can. I like to think of the movie Yes Man with Jim Carrey in it, right? He's in a funk, he's newly single, he was depressed, like just all this crazy shit, right? And his friend drives him to an event and goes, hey man, you gotta come to this event. And it's the yes man event where you're supposed to say yes to everything. And literally everything started changing for him because he was just exposing himself to things. He became a yes man. He's, he just started saying yes to things and good things started happening. I'm not saying you gotta say yes to everything because you know the power of no is obviously very, very important in situations. You gotta learn how to say no. But saying yes to things, um, and sometimes it's things that you necessarily don't wanna do, but you know that you should do. Um, you just never know. That's why I love exposure luck. You never know where a conversation might lead, where meeting that person might take you or wherever that person's gonna go. You have no idea what today's gonna bring. You have no idea what the next moment's gonna bring. We have no idea what's gonna happen tomorrow. It could be the day that changes your fucking life. So why not get exposed to it? Why not fully dive into the moment and be present in the moment and be vulnerable and be courageous enough to show up to see what the fuck can happen? Because what if... What if it's the day that changes your entire life for the better? 
What if, it's, what if it's the one thing that you've been waiting for your entire life shows up on that day? But if you're blinded, if you're not open to it, if you're not exposing yourself, if you're not courageous enough to show up as you and be your fully expressed, authentic self, it's not going to happen. Luck favors the courageous, right? I mean, if you're courageous enough to show up, good things fucking happen, but you have to be willing to expose yourself to it, right? That's creating your own luck, exposing yourself to enough things to where you just end up getting lucky because you just keep fucking showing up, man. It's hard to beat the person that keeps showing up, right? So it's not luck. It's just doing the daily things that compound over time that eventually just work out, right? Because you just keep fucking showing up. Skill luck is another great, a great uh, concept, right? So skill luck is building the necessary skills in order to be lucky, right? Perfecting your craft day in and day out so that when a moment comes, you get lucky, right? I like to think of Odell Beckham Jr., right? Everybody knows Odell Beckham Jr. making these crazy one-handed catches, and everybody thinks that this was just a lucky catch or that he just, right? I mean, at this point, it's not just luck, right? We, we know that, but he's been years and years and years crafting this skill of hand-eye coordination drills, catching drills, grip strength, all the things that go into catching a football, and he's prepared, and when that moment came, he capitalized on that opportunity because he's practiced the situation so many times. I think skill luck is also putting yourself in that situation, right? Making it feel like the actual event that you're going to or public speaking or whatever the case is, practicing that skill so when that day comes, when the opportunity presents itself, you get lucky. You're ready to roll. You're prepared. You stay ready so you don't have to get ready, right? You keep sharpening that tool so when the day comes, it's ready to get put to work, right? Opportunities missed by most people because it's dressed in overalls and looks a lot like work. Thank you, Thomas Edison. We love that quote. Pattern luck is another form of luck, which is like we're seeing a pattern that's happening over and over and over again, and so we're going to bet on that pattern, um, if that makes sense. I like to think of football, obviously. Um, I like to think of, so if we're watching film and we're studying a team, and on every third down, that team blitzes. Every team they've played against, on third down, they blitz. So what are we going to do? We're going to expect a blitz on third down, and we're going to hit them on a hot route, and that hot route's going to go score because they blitzed and left a and left a zone open for us to take advantage of. And, you know, to, to the naked eye, it looks like luck. Like, no, it's preparation. It's based on patterns, right? Pattern luck. Beginner's luck is awesome because it's like you're a wild card. You have this fuck it mentality, which I think there's a scientific equation somewhere that correlates the fuck it mentality into production and performance. I think that you have to have a certain amount of not give a fuck. You can't have expectations. You can't go into this stress trying to force an outcome of an event. Right? Beginner luck is like they have no idea what they're doing and they're a wild card, so they have nothing to lose, so they just fucking send it and then they get lucky. Right? But that's the best thing that you can do going into situations is have no expectations and not give a fuck about the outcome. Because at the end of the day, nothing fucking matters anyway. Nothing matters. You win, you lose, who gives a fuck? Putting yourself out there is the real achievement. Being in the opportunity to even win. Right? And I know everybody's like, oh, well, fuck, like, no, 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 winning's the only thing that matters and all that. Yeah, I, I understand. I get the whole competitiveness of it all. But if you're going in there and, and putting pressure on yourself and not allowing yourself to just live and be in the moment because you're adding all this pressure and all these expectations to yourself, first of all, you're not going to perform to your best. Second of all, that's not going to help anybody, yourself, the team, whatever you're on, the business, right? You have to kind of have some type of beginner's luck. Like with you always, even if you're a vet, you have to have the fuck it mentality. You have to go in there and not give a fuck about the outcome. It's about the process, right? You have to take that pressure off of you, be present in the moment and say, hey, 
I've prepared. Whatever happens, happens. Whatever happens in this moment was supposed to happen. I'm ready. I've done the best I can. I've prepared the best way I know how. And I'm just going to let the universe and God take over. Jesus take the wheel, right? So beginner's luck is, is, is a good thing to have, right? Um, I think the person that has nothing to lose is the most dangerous person on the planet. Um, I don't ever want to fight someone that has nothing to lose. Those people are scary, right? If you've got nothing to lose, man, you're going to go all in. You're going to send it. Um, it's betting. It's doubling down on yourself. So beginner's luck. Only you luck. Only you luck. This is like shit just happens to you because you're you. Um, but you have to be the only you. And only you luck doesn't happen if you're a false version of yourself. Only you luck happens to your most authentic self. It shows up when you are being the most you that you can possibly be. When you fully have accepted and stepped into the character that you're supposed to be at this moment, that's when you luck starts, starts to occur. This is where being uncommon, unique, and different comes into play. No one else can do what you do. No one else brings that vision, that energy, that confidence, that perspective that you have. That's what makes you you. All the things that add up to make you, you. You can create luck just off you. You can create your own lane so they don't have a choice but to pick you, right? You create your own lane just being yourself. Don't, don't fit in. Be you. Have, have your own fucking lane. Create your own type of luck, right? Like be you and, and, and step into those shoes and be fully authentic in it and accept whatever comes for being you because that's what's meant to happen. That's what's meant to be. When you're your fully expressed self and when you're allowing things to happen, What's supposed to happen for you will happen for you, but only when you're in the best state, in your best self, right? Like only if you're working to be the best version of yourself and um, being the most authentic that you could possibly be, that's when you luck really starts to occur because you're literally attracting, you're attracting the things that you want because you're on this vibration. You have to do the work to reach a certain vibration to attract the things that you want into your life. You have to do the work to be at this vibration of a person to attract people you want in your life, to attract events, to, to attract mo money, to attract, right? You have to attract everything. You have to do the work to be on that vibration to attract the things that you want. So being you is going to attract those things that you want. That's only made for you. That's only made for you. No one else. So you have to be you in order to get the things that are made for you. Um, here's a couple of Ian Stanley quotes from that event that fired me the fuck up. It's better to be different than it is to be better. I'll say that again. It's better to be different than it is to be better. Um, I love that because it's like, I'd rather just fucking stand out and be different. That's, that's the skill. That's being better in itself. There's no one like you, right? It's like the new artist that you hear that has a completely different tone and sound. It's like, ooh, that's different. I like that. People like different. And it might take a little bit for people to warm up to different, but eventually different becomes the new normal. And you can be that trendsetter. You can be that pioneer of people that maybe feel like you. Maybe, maybe they kind of, they have this different vibe to them. And maybe now you're creating this path for people to follow because you decided to be courageous and step out and create your own path, right? It's better to be different than it is to be better. Courage is the most important trait for luck. And I really, really firmly believe this because <laughs> you have to be courageous to get lucky. Like luck favors the courageous, right? I mean, you can't make history. You can't be lucky. You can't do great things if you're not willing to show up. You know, nothing good ever happens to people that hesitate, that don't go all in, that don't show up, that aren't open and willing to fail. You have to be courageous enough to fail, to put yourself out there, to be vulnerable in front of everybody. But the other side of that is, you know, being courageous to fail is being courageous enough to accept this luck. Because what if, what if you don't fail? 
What if it all fucking works out, right? But you won't know unless you show up fully, unless you fully commit to it and put yourself in that position to allow yourself to get the luck, to allow yourself to fail, to learn. You have to be courageous enough to show up. So luck, failure, success, they're, they're all the same shit because the process is still the same. You still have to show up as yourself. You still have to put the work in. You still have to come fully, fully the person you're supposed to be, your most authentic, fully expressed self and be open and willing to accept the outcome, good or bad, right? So uh, courage is the most important trait. I truly, truly believe that. Um, and uh, so I have my own little personal story on exposure luck. Um, so, and this is how the email ends, but my own personal story on exposure luck is pretty much, you know, uh, a lot of you guys know that I, uh, that I walked on at Washington State out of high school to play football. Um, and I'm checking the dev chart every single day, bro. Every single day I'm checking the dev chart. I wasn't on the dev chart at all. I'm a, I'm a little walk-on freshman at Washington State University. I shouldn't even have probably been up there. Um, I got lucky just being there, right? That's where my luck started, just fucking being on the team, having a number. Um, and when I'm up there, I'm checking the dev chart. I'm like, dude, I need to find a way to get on the fucking field. The bus, the travel bus is leaving next week, and I'm not on it, right? Um, so one day, there, there's kind of like these open tryouts for holder, like holding field goals, like literally holding the field goal, right? Like that's a position. Yes, it is. Usually your backup kicker, your punter is the holder, uh, like in the NFL, or quarterbacks are usually the, the, uh, the holder. Um, but my special teams coach, the one that recruited me, I know he, I know he liked me, obviously, me and Coach Mealman, you know, I love that guy, Mealy. Um, but he asked me, he's like, can you hold field goals? And I was like, fuck yeah, I can hold field goals. Well, meanwhile, I've never held a field goal in my life. Not one time have I ever, I don't even know how to fucking... I don't even know how to comprehend holding a field goal. I've never done it in my life, but I lied and said, yeah, man, I hold field goals. I held field goals in high school. I can do that. There was an opportunity. I fucking took it, right? I fucking took it. Um, so he goes, all right, great. You're going to hold the game winner after practice today. And game winners were like, um, you know, field goal versus field goal block. We do a game winner at the end um, of practice. Every practice, just we practice a game winning field goal, right? It's just like the whole thing of like at the end of practice, you, basketball teams, they act like they won the championship. They cut down the net. It's putting yourself in those positions, right? Exposure luck. Because <laughs> if we have a game winning field goal and we fucking make it, we've practiced it, right? Um, so game winner after practice, um, I'm nervous as fuck. I've never held in my fucking life. I don't know what I'm doing. I get down to actually get the field goal and Eric Powell, our kicker, was like, hey, bro, that's the wrong knee. Other knee needs to go up. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I'm getting exposed right now, man. I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. Snap comes, it's high, catch it, I put it down, kick goes through, it's good. I was like, holy shit, like, first time holding the field goal. Um, and the next day, we're watching film, and we have this thing called effort clips. And it was the first time that I got noticed all fall camp, after like four weeks of fall camp or something. Um, first time I got noticed, I was on the effort clips, and it was such a good moment for me because I was battling, man. I didn't know if I was able to play Division One football. I didn't know if I should be there. I was just battling all these emotions. I'm like, dude, I'm just a fucking punching bag out here. They don't care about me. Like, just... Just emotions. My first fall camp, I'm a freshman. I don't know what the fuck is going through. So I lied, um, held the field goal, and then I get noticed on effort clips. I'm like, holy shit, it's starting to build some momentum. Then I start to become the, the scout team punt and kicker turner, right? The scout team is pretty much a punching bag for the starters. We service the first team, right? Um, but I was starting to do good. I was starting to return some really good returns. I scored a couple times in practice, so I worked my way up to the, to the backup punt returner. Um, and here's exposure luck. But because, and because I was doing great throughout the season holding field goals, I was, I mean, I held field goals in like double overtime games in the rain against Oregon. Um, you know, because this position holder seems like, oh, dude, you held field goals. And it's like, yeah, you don't know unless you're holding field goals in a fucking double overtime game in a sold out Oregon stadium and it's fucking raining. If I drop that ball, if I drop this football right now, everybody in the fucking world hates me. 
Everybody in the world hates me, or, or everybody that's a Washington State Cougar fan hates me, right? You're not noticed until you fuck up. Like, that's the thing about Holder, right? You're, you're like an unsung hero. Nobody gives a fuck about you, but if you fuck up, everybody knows about it. So I was doing a great job doing that, earned my way to the second team, partner turner, um, and we're in the meeting to, to get ready to board the bus to, to go to the airport to play UCLA. So we're in our, our team meeting prior. The starting punt returner, who's also an All-American wide receiver, showed up late to the meeting. And after he showed up late to the meeting, our coach goes, Fossum, you're starting tomorrow. And I was like, holy shit. So my dream of pretty much – because my whole goal going in my freshman season was to return punts and kicks. That was my whole goal. I eyed the return game. I wanted to be the returner. That was kind of my shit. Um, and that all happened because I exposed myself to an opportunity. I provided value. Granted, I lied, but I knew I could do it. I took the old Matthew McConaughey version of biting off more than you could chew because you could find out how to chew later. Um, I found a way to get on the field, and then that's just compounded. I did a good job with that little role they gave me, and that compounded into the starting punt returner. And then, I mean, there's more to the story. You know, I mean, obviously, um, that's, that's for another time, but this exposure luck was was the first domino to start my college football career if i didn't have the nuts to put myself out there and be courageous enough to just be like yeah i can do it then i wouldn't i wouldn't have gone to places i've gone or accomplished the things i accomplished because i would have let fear the fear of failure the fear of embarrassment hold me back from being great and so i really challenge you guys to get lucky i really challenge you to put yourself out there and have have courage enough to put yourself out there to get lucky because it's fucking scary because I know there's the other end too. Like, yeah, but what if I fail? Yeah, but what if it changes your fucking life? That's the what if I'm always thinking about. What if it works out? What if he says yes? What if you get that job? Because what's the alternative? You're right back in the same place. So same thing. If I would have said, no, I can't hold field goals, I would have been in the same place. I'm looking for a spot. I kept telling myself, I got to find a way. And then my coach just goes, hey, can you hold field goals? I don't think that's a coincidence. I think that's the fucking universe going, here's your opportunity, bro. Let's see what you do with it. You know what I'm saying? So that's my spiel for you guys. That's my uh, little solo cast on luck. Um, again, I hope this helps you guys in any, single way, in any way possible. Um, it helps me a lot. I like to talk, obviously. Um, but I like to get things off my chest. And these little stories, um, they're not to toot my own horn. They're not to inflate my ego they're just my examples of things that have worked out for me in hopes that they can uh, push you to do things and push you to to uh, send it push you to to be courageous and put yourself out there because great things are waiting for you you're worthy of them um greatness everything that you want is on the other side of that fear and that's as cliche as it sounds all the success all the money all everything that you constantly want that you're manifesting is on the other side of the things that you don't want to do it's on the other side of that thing that you're like, fuck, I don't want to do that. I don't want to get up in the morning. I don't want to go to the gym. It's all the things that you don't want to do. It's on the other side of that. It's on the other side of all the things that you're scared of, right? Um, and it's being consistent with those things. And then one day that opportunity pops up and it's time for you to take advantage of it. It's time for you to capitalize on that opportunity. It's time for you to make your own momentum, create your own momentum, provide value where it's needed and get fucking lucky. So let's grow together. Dance with fear, be uncommon, one love.